Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Radio family, good morning. Hello and welcome back. Another weekend edition of Community Focus. Getting underway, and you are right here with me, Renee Vaughn, on our intercom stations every weekend. So appreciate the great company. And really, that can be said for what I'm sure for many of us has been a challenging year here in 2020. But on behalf of me personally, I just want to extend a thank you, Radio Family, for your support of this public affairs program, and equally so the support of members of our community-focused family. And I think that can truly be said of the next young lady who joins me. She definitely is a regular member of the family, always giving us spot-on financial tips and advice, and really no better way than on this weekend edition of Community Focus to say good morning and to say to you, Doctor of Finance, Andrea Johnson, how are you been? Good morning to you. Good morning. I'm well. I hope you've been as well, but I'm doing great. Can't complain. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, as I alluded to uh, just seconds ago, Andrea, uh, 2020, I think will go in the history books. Uh, it's probably going to be descriptive, dependent upon the individual. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I think the key word is challenging for a lot of us. I think of the word adjustment, too, Mm -hmm. that comes to mind. Uh, Definitely change uh, goes without saying, but it's really nice to have individuals like yourself to really bring a positive note, shall we say, as many of us, I'm sure, are equally ready to say goodbye to 2020 <laughs> and are looking forward to hopefully uh, better things happening in, in the new year. And of course, that's the norm. We always anticipate that as, as a new year approaches for us. But I really appreciate, uh, seriously, Andrea, as we are winding down and, and truly are officially saying goodbye to 2020, to have you here on a public affairs show to talk about how we can prepare financially, because obviously uh, 2020, the biggest thing for for all of us, and none of us have not in some shape, form or fashion, have not been infected or affected, I should say, by this coronavirus pandemic. It's hit us in so many ways, I think mainly for a lot of us as families, financially, likely uh, comes to mind, of course, in, in terms or in addition to what it's done to, to many of us, perhaps uh, physically 
and other things as well. So I wanted to, again, thank you as we engage in this conversation and really start by asking what type of advice would you give now that is different regarding finances prior to the pandemic? Absolutely. That's an excellent question. Well, as you know, and many people that know me know, I have, even before the pandemic, I always talked about preparing, Right. you know, emergencies and, and protecting your finances. Um, and we all know that emergencies will happen. Now, none of us could have predicted a pandemic, which is, I would say, is a bit more than an emergency. Yeah. Um, definitely put many people in emergency mode, but right. um, I've always talked to people about, you know, managing your money, um, being mindful, not getting too comfortable, uh, mm-hmm. making sure um, you're paying your bills on time, you know, if you're not making enough money, how to generate additional income. Right. But I'm going to add to that, um, particularly a couple of different groups of people. Mm-hmm. One is um, some people are doing really well. Some people were not impacted financially. Right. And I, had, I thought about that. Yeah, that thought had crossed my mind in terms of when when we mention or even use the word adjustment for some, like you said, it had very little to no impact. You probably likely had those situations where, for some, it actually I maybe ironic. I don't know if that's the, the best word to use in this particular scenario, but it actually helped them financially. And, of course, for a lot of us, it, it really made us have to rethink our financial game plan. Mm-hmm. I think in everybody, even those that have done well, right. my advice to my clients and anybody that I'm speaking to mm-hmm. is to even if you've done well. Yeah. And I hate to say this, but this is our truth. We've seen some negative repercussions financially from COVID, from this pandemic. However, I don't know that we've seen the worst of it because, again, the numbers continue to rise. Exactly. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. We pray for the best and hope people will do what they need to do to stay safe and protect others. Exactly. But my thing is don't get comfortable. Yeah. for those, and this is general, um, well, I say general advice, but for those who say, well, you know, I'm doing well and I'm paying my bills on time, mm-hmm. just um, just remember we're in a pandemic. So that means if you, you know, you're still paying your bills on time, you're maintaining your credit, you know, look at your emergency fund. You know, um, experts, some experts say you should have three to six months of uh, money set aside to pay your your regular bills. Right. Um, you know that does include in- entertainment. Does not include entertainment and things like that. But do you have enough? Do you need to rebuild your emergency fund? So, mm-hmm. uh, so if you're able to do three months, six months, or beyond, um, I'm not saying you still can't enjoy your life and put some money aside mm-hmm. um, to do what you want to do. But again. What what will happen if you lost your job in the future or if you're self-employed yeah. um, and you're doing well, that's wonderful. But as an entrepreneur, a full-time entrepreneur, I tell people, you know, I've experienced pandemic-like moments in my finances when we were not in a pandemic. So as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur, many of us experience those cycles. Um, well, businesses in general will experience those cycles of you have a really good month and then you have slow months. So, again, you don't know 
what will happen with your job in the future. Um, you don't know what kind of emergencies could hit all at once. We don't know. And also for people that may be looking for this next stimulus package, you know what, don't spend money you do not have. You know, again, anything that they're talking about you have not received yet. So, again, make sure you, again, pay your bills on time. Continue to do that. Continue to uh, build up that emergency fund in case something happens um, with your job in the future or, like I said, a series of emergencies um, can can really, really, you know, wipe out, you know, your, your, your finances. Um, I think the other thing is that didn't exist before was the forbearance with um, the federal student loans. Right. They were supposed to... Um, they were it was set to expire on December thirty first, but that has been extended to January thirty first. So, um, you know, um y- you wanna make sure that any money that you're gonna you know, that you don't have to use towards your student loans, make sure to save that. Um, that's going to be very important. And the other thing I'll just say in general is, you know, sometimes when people get lump sums of money, people have received thousands upon thousands of dollars right. during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling people, instead of trying to just pay off a whole lot of debt and things like that, to maintain, you can pay a little extra. Right. But again, cash flow, cash is king. So make sure that, uh, because some credit card companies, while we're in the midst of this, have actually been decreasing people's credit limits. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like you pay it off, and then they'll uh, decrease your credit limit. So let's say if you had a five thousand dollar credit limit, you mm-hmm. pay it pay it off, and maybe they decrease it to twenty five hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets kind of shaky. So I'm not discouraging people from paying off things, but I am saying I wouldn't just be aggressive about it because again, again, I say step one: got to make sure you're paying for your. paying for your bill, taking care of your debts in general so that it doesn't negatively impact your credit. Have a spending plan for that and just, again, uh, add more to your emergency fund. So anyway, it's more I can say, but those are the the things in general um, because if you pay off everything, you don't have any extra money, you're going to be right back in the same situation, if not worse. Exactly. Excellent information, Andrea. And, And two things that come to mind in hearing you say this, one, no matter what our financial standing is, like you said, pre-pandemic and even post-pandemic, unforeseen circumstances happen to each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I like that you share that information about the extension on the forbearance as far as uh, tuition and pay back on that because it makes me think, of course, this is the time of year. And and I'm sure we, we both, along with our radio family, because most of them have been posting on social media that their sons and daughters, you know, this is graduation time for a lot of college students. And so this is this is a happy time, but it's also that realistic time that for those who may get to that point where there may be some concern that now that they're officially out of school, now is the time to be smart and to redirect that focus on starting to pay back those student loans, if any, were taken out in the first place. So just spot on information. And, and thank you so much for the breakdown on that, too. Oh, anytime. It's, it's a lot. It's so much more to it. But, you right. know, just trying to just some of the, you know, just the highlights. Because Absolutely. we all, none of us, I mean, None of us are, are exempt. Exempt. Very what true. What could happen? Very true. 
I have time to get in one more question, and that's why I always appreciate we have a part two to our conversation. What financial advice would you give to individuals as they move into the new year as we are officially winding down 2020? Absolutely. So take some time out. And I mentioned financial plan before because right. I can't say it enough. Um, you have to have a plan for your finances. Now, some people may say, well, I don't have any money, so I don't have anything to plan. Yeah. But as I always like to say, even if you don't have your, any money, you're spending somebody's money, whether somebody's letting you borrow Very their true. Borrow right. money, um, whatever the case, um, right. you know, you're still doing what you need to do. So sit down and, 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 and you have to be intentional. And again, this is general advice I would I give anyway, mm-hmm. but especially now, Sit down, have a meeting with yourself and or your family, however your household looks. Right. You um, sit down, plan, write, think, think about your financial goals. What mm-hmm. do you want to accomplish? Um, and if, you, if your cash flow you know, is limited and you need more, then think about ways um, that you can generate additional revenue, additional income yeah. um, for yourself. There are some legitimate like online job opportunities that exist out there. I mean, there are a lot of scams out there, but there are a lot of um, legitimate like online opportunities where you, you know, don't have to worry about being around people, you know, we're social distancing and things like that. Um, so to have a plan, first of all, what are your financial goals? Because if you don't have goals, you're not going to stick to anything because you don't have a, a real reason why what, you don't know what you're working towards. And so creating those goals, being intentional. So whether that's taking out an hour a month, two, uh, two hours or once every two weeks or whatever to be intentional, mm-hmm. set a schedule moving forward on the dates and times you're going to uh, manage your finances. I mean, even that includes checking your mail and opening it. I mean, right, you know, don't, exactly. Don't go into that. I'm going to, but not only make the plan, mm-hmm. put the plan somewhere where you're going to see it every day, somewhere where you are, whether that's on your refrigerator, in your office, mm-hmm. in your bedroom, on a wall, whatever, but you have uh, taking control and planning finance, your finances starts with actually sitting down and developing a plan. And usually the plan that you develop, it will change because life happens. True. So, But it's about developing the habit mm-hmm. and the skill set of knowing how to make adjustments. Um, it's a process, not a destination. So starting there um, to plan what you want you know, your your financial life to look like moving forward. Wonderfully said, Andrea. And I like that you use the word control because mm-hmm. I think for many of us, that, that may put us at a little more ease. That It doesn't have to be a situation that can get out of control. However, if you find yourself in that predicament, find ways to turn it around so that you regain that control. If that's, mm-hmm. if that's where you find yourself financially as well. Always off to an excellent start. My sister, I just thank you as always in all the years that you have been on this public affairs program. I just thank you for the knowledge that you bring to the weekend edition of Community Focus each and every time we do engage in conversation. And of course, I always love to introduce you as the doctor of finance. Now, we communicated a couple of days ago before we got together for today's program. And when we do come back for the second half, remind me if I do forget that you shared a story with me as to what you have been able to do with 
that particular title. (laughs) You got real creative with it, and I love that. I just wanted to share that with our listeners, our radio family, this morning. So hopefully I'll remember to incorporate that in the second half of our conversation. But again, always great to have you on the program. Absolutely. And Radio Family, likewise for you, wonderful company as always. Thank you so much for tuning in. And indeed, there is a part two with the Doctor of Finance, Andrea N. Johnson with ANC Consulting, joining me, Renee Vaughn. You are listening to the Weekend Edition of Community Focus, and we will be back right after this break. And it is more of the Weekend Edition of Community Focus. We do officially return from break, thanking you, as I usually do, Radio Family, if you were just joining the conversation. Thank you for being here and to thank you as well if you've been with me, Renee Vaughn, and another great member of our Community Focus family who has really been a part of this family for for quite some time. It is great to return with the Doctor of Finance, Andrea and Johnson. Andrea, we have been talking basically about how to, as regards our finances, what, what we really need to do going into not just a, a new year and really not just as individuals, but my my first question to you as we are back with the second half of our public affairs show, what advice would you give to business owners, especially for those who have been hardest hit by this pandemic? Absolutely. And again, you, you have so many different factors right. that have you know impacted businesses. You know, they've really been hit hard. But one of the things is, the number of people that were not able to take advantage of business owners, not able to take advantage of some of the financial resources that were out here um, with some of the grants and some of the loans because of record keeping. Um, So one of the things I also, when I'm working with business owners, a lot of times I'm working with them on managing their personal finances as well as making sure they have budgets and things for their business. And so a lot of times we manage out, well, to be honest, usually we manage, the way we manage the money in our business is the way we manage our personal finances. Mm -hmm. And so some are flying by the seat of their pants. So when it came time to produce those documents, um, a lot of business owners couldn't take advantage of those resources. So the same rules apply. Um, It's almost like doing double duty. So if I have a client that's, you know, I'm working with them on their personal finances and they have a business, whatever I teach them about their personal (laughs) finances, I say, now you need to do the same thing. So when we're talking about a budget, then you go through these same steps to create and follow one. It's the same thing with your business. And again, not only do you take time out for your personal finances, but you have to be intentional about managing your finances in your business. Now, some would say, well, I have an accountant. That's what they're for. I have a financial planner. That is not, so accountants, financial planners are not there to help you on a day-to-day basis. So you want to be able to have those things in order for your accountant, Mm -hmm. um, even if they do take out the time to organize things for you, but you have to be accountable on a day-to-day basis. Because one thing with business owners is that, so for example, um, when we're managing, when we're looking at our expenses. It's important to not only have financial statements for good records, and when I say financial statements, I'm talking about like your income statement, or it's also known as the profit and loss statement, um, your balance sheet, uh, things like that, your cash flow um, statements, because it tells you how you're doing. And then what it does, at least for me, it puts fire up under me to say, mm, right. the money not like it's not like I want it to be this month, so all right, 
what kinds of things do I need to do as far as marketing, creating mm-hmm. different products and services? Do I need to get on network, you know, get to networking more again, even though we're in a pandemic, you know, we have, we can network virtually. Right. Um, but again, it's sort of your, it helps give you the pulse, gives you the pulse of where you really are. And so you have all of these different things that you have to take care of in your business. So again, you have to be intentional and, you know, someone listening may say, well, that's a whole lot. That's a lot of time and a lot of work. Well, yeah, anything worthwhile is -hmm. going to take some time and work. And, uh, but on the flip side, you have control and that is very fulfilling when, again, sometimes you can't control outside factors, Mm -hmm. but again, you have the skill set when something happens to say, okay, what can I do now? And so I think hopefully what businesses have also learned. One of the things that helped me, um, and I, you know, experienced the impact of the the pandemic as well, but I didn't have to get ready to uh, offer my services virtually because I was already doing it prior to COVID. Right. So, I mean, I was already doing some of my, like, financial sessions uh, and workshops virtually. Now I'm doing 100% of it virtually, but I had set some things up so for those that haven't learned how to pivot yet, mm-hmm. you know, think about how can you take what you're doing to another level, be Excellent. innovative, um, but, but but don't get comfortable. So those are just a few of the things. But be ready for the next round. If there is another round of opportunities for business owners, if you were not ready before with your financial statements, and just record keeping, mm-hmm. again, take time out to get organized so that you don't miss out on any future opportunity. So, again, I can say more about that, but I, <laughs> that's the... But you've, are, covered, it's, the you've covered it so wonderfully because it, it really is a good reminder that it will always require some sort of action on mm-hmm. our part, whether we're a business owner or even when it comes to our personal finances. And And I just love how... You just incorporate that into into the necessary steps that can be taken. So I really do appreciate. You know, I could talk about this subject matter with you all day. You know how we do. You know how we do. But something that you actually touched on a little bit earlier that I wanted you to really repeat, especially for those who may not have been with us for the first half of our public affairs program. And let me go ahead and take this opportunity to again welcome Those of you who may just be joining us, you are listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus here on our intercom stations. As always, I, Renee Vaughn, so appreciate your fine company, Radio Family, as we are getting closer to the end of of another year. No better person than I can think of than the Doctor of Finance, Dr. Andrea N. Johnson, who, who joins me this morning. And obviously, that is our topic of discussion, that we are talking about finances. But what advice, Andrea, particularly, would you give to people who really did not experience a financial setback during the pandemic? Yeah, so that goes back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, make sure, reevaluate, reevaluate your finances. And I would say if you're doing well, but you don't have any money saved, then you need to start saving some. Or if you have some saved, you know, again, going back to, you know, like I said, some financial experts say three to six months of your, you know, your, what your living expenses are. But I would say if you are at three or six, wonderful. Yeah. So let's go to a year or mm-hmm. more because, again, we don't know. I mean, yes, we now they they have the vaccine out, and, and but we're going to be impacted. I mean, we're already impacted, right. but we really don't know what the ramifications yeah, of absolutely. this will be in the future, yeah. um, especially now we're getting ready to – 
enter, well, we're already in the holiday season, mm-hmm. but we're seeing some of the numbers from, for COVID increase as a result of, well, many things, but one with the holidays, and I would imagine we're going to have another surge yeah. after Christmas. Right. I hate to, you know, put that out there, but that's just the truth of the matter. Mm-hmm. People are going to, you know, some people are still going to congregate, do what they do. Right. Um, and so, if you think about that, now we're looking at what does January look like? What does exactly. February look like? Right. If you work for a company, whether large or small, how have they been hit? Would they Will they end up shutting down? So my question would be for people to think about, if your job told you in a month that they had to shut down, they couldn't pay anymore, mm-hmm. or we just don't need you, we can't afford to pay you, would you be all right? Yeah. And if your answer is no, then you need to keep, you need to, you need to figure some things out. You need to, again, sit down create a plan or again even if you have six months that's nice you really need to stretch it out to a year a year and a half maybe two years because we've already been in this what about nine months eight or nine months since march i think you're right absolutely people that had an eight month let's just say for example for people that had an eight month or nine month emergency fund or maybe a year either they already tapped out yeah or um they're, they're on their way so that's the other thing i think we also need to think about too as i mentioned before is um, when you're not making enough, how do you generate some more? Right. Okay. And so that has also been always a part of my teaching, which is, okay, let's look at sites like LinkedIn, Indeed, Simply Hired, uh, those kinds of uh, sites. Again, there are a lot of scammers out here, but, you know, it, or even, hey, create create your side business, something that you've always wanted to do. Um, but what are those ways to generate those um, additional funds? And then, wait a minute, side note, I can't, I can't miss this. Yes. Do not spend all your money on Christmas. I'm, I'm just saying, I can't tell people what to do, but I would strongly suggest there are people that are still paying for last Christmas. Don't take that extra money and spend everything that you have. Again, so plan true. out. How yeah. much are you going to spend? I'm sorry, I had to go there. No, 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 no. I, I think that is is a needed reminder for a lot of us because, yeah, it's usually around this time of year where the spending can get a little bit, I don't want to say out of control, but it's a little more than what we likely initially anticipated we were going to spend, whether it's yeah, on yeah. ourselves, family members, friends, whatever the situation may be. Yeah, so be wise about that because exactly. I mean, gifts are nice, but I don't know about you, but I like to be able to pay my mortgage. I like to be able to have lights. Exactly. Those are good gifts to have. And, and particularly in the middle of a pandemic, I think for a lot of us, just to be really grateful that if we are still in relatively good health, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, for a lot of us, that if, if we still have those wish lists, that would probably get catapulted right to the top because mm-hmm. of, of everything that has been going on since this pandemic hit. And I, and I think you make an excellent point, Andrea. You know, we don't know how long this coronavirus is going to be around, even with the advent and the good news that, you know, a vaccine is coming because then and at, at last uh, a check and, and we know how news stories are constantly updated but the current situation is now it's dependent upon which group of people are going to get vaccinated first. Mm-hmm. Because we think about our, our dear older ones, they're in a mm-hmm. very high risk group and they're right up there with our essential workers yes. who work in healthcare and in other fields. Then you have another group of individuals who have likely pre-existing medical conditions. So it, it, it just runs across the board as to when everybody is initially going to be vaccinated. And like you said, let me add this side note. 
to it in terms of people who choose to to get vaccinated and that's that's a whole nother story um mm. that that we we could we could talk about but to keep things on on focus as as regards to where we need to be not just financially but maybe even in a physical standpoint as well it's really important to just have a plan with something yes absolutely absolutely, absolutely. well let me ask you this and and you you actually really answered the question in terms of generating that additional income, such as with online job opportunities. But 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 let's switch gears here a little bit, because I think the next important thing and big thing for a lot of us is credit. And I know that's something you do another wonderful job in covering. And likely, should a person still be concerned about their credit, even during a pandemic? Yes, because with credit, my motto is, and it's just the truth. Mm-hmm. Credit for me is not a um, is not a tool to have a good time off of. Credit mm-hmm. is a tool to expand the resources that you already have. So it's we need to look at credit as an additional resource. Right. So if you run out of cash, you still have credit. You know mm-hmm. that you can. You know, um, put like some of your bills on that you can pay your credit cards on. If you right. have. Money's funny. You have some cash, but you don't have enough to do everything. You need to take the cash that you do have because some things you can't pay with a credit card, like right. the mortgage or things like that. Mm-hmm. So having those things, because there have been times I might not have a dime in my pocket, but I had my credit. Yeah. And it, you, keep, you keep it moving. You can still go to the grocery store. You can still put gas in your vehicle. You can still purchase things that you need. Mm-hmm. And so this is not a time to ruin your credit. So what you want to do is protect it. And that goes back to making sure when you're paying your bills and any debts that you have on mm-hmm, time, mm-hmm. that's protecting your credit. Um, because don't get me wrong, Duke Energy is not reporting to the credit bureaus or your um, your local you know utilities. Right. However, if you get laid or you go into uh, collections, you, you then they'll report that. But you have to you know you have to make sure that. Um, you want to make sure that you have. Uh, I lost my train of thought, Renee. That's okay. I, I do that <laughs> quite often. I'm well, protecting your credit. I'm sorry. I'm like, Where was I going with the utilities? <laughs> so yes, all of that is related. Right. And that's something. So that's sometimes we're either talking about our credit and we're talking about budgeting. And a lot of times people just get excited about. Well, I just need my credit fixed. Well, no, they're they are married to one another. Mm-hmm. You get your your finances under control and your spending, then you're not going to be late on your debts. Or if you, again, if your cash flow slows down, then you'll understand how to go and generate additional revenue. Mm Because at the end of the day, your credit reports are just report cards. Yeah. Of of how you're repaying your debt back. That's a good illustration. You need your credit credit as an additional resource. Right. So that's what I tell people. Don't be afraid of it. Now, if you can't trust yourself, then just, Mm -hmm. okay, don't be bothered with it because, you you know, it'll be worse on you. You know, you you don't want to make a mess of it. But, yes, in these times, you need additional, you need a backup to your cash. Absolutely. Open lines of credit, that's credit cards. And, again, these are things that I talk to people about before this pandemic ever happened. Um, And I've had my clients to do the same thing. So now Mm -hmm. if they save money, they got the cash. On top of it, cash is wiped out. They got plenty of credit. And I really appreciate we're having this conversation because it, it also brings to mind, and I don't even know if I've ever asked this question of, of you, Andrea, but a, a thought just popped into my head that when, when we talk about, in, a, in addition to credit and especially putting the focus on paying the bills, what do you generally advise? Because some people say, well, typically I'll pay 
the the more expensive bills first. So I'll do those and then I'll get to the the smaller amounts or do you flip it and it's the other way around? I guess everything, of course, is going to be based on a case by case uh, situation, Mm -hmm. depending upon what uh, a person individually has to pay as regard to their bills. Yeah. And everybody will, you know, some people have a different opinion on this, but right. this is my mindset. Step one, you know, what do you pay? I'm going to make sure I'm going to pay, um, again, paying everything. Yeah. But I'm back to credit. You pay those things that they're going to report, right. you know. Uh, now, you know, let's say, okay, you need, you have to have lights. More. So let me talk about you have your needs, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. I, you know, hey, you need some your know, roof over your head. So paying that rent and that exactly. mortgage, right? So your lights, your water, you know those basics. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have enough money for that. Then the next step is let's say you don't have any money really for to pay all your debts. So the first thing you want to do, and before before you're late, is contact your creditors. And in, you know, in a case where or you. You have, even with any of your bills, but especially with your creditors, talk to everyone and say, look, this is my situation. I want to know, um, can I make some kind of arrangements? Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's really with any of your bills. Mm -hmm. But again, paying those things that are in need first, but still talking to them and see who will make arrangements with you. And that way you have more flexibility. Now with credit cards and loans, you know, (laughs) sometimes... (laughs) A lot of times they'll say, well, no, or, and, you know, now that we're in this pandemic, mm-hmm. um, if you log on to your credit card company's website or you call them and they have a recording saying if you need help doing, a, you know, COVID-19, let exactly. us know, yeah. blah, 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 but you want to make sure that you understand that um, you need to, and that really leads me into talking about understanding what these deferments really, really, really mean, um, but making sure if you can't make payment arrangements, with people then again after you paid your basics like you got to be able to feed your family you got to be or yourself if you if your family of one right. but feeding your family um making sure you you pay your rent or mortgage and all those other basic needs and then um trying to make the payment arrangements um that you can and at the end of the day you know if they tell you no if the credit card companies say we don't have we can't do anything for you right then i this is what i say well then they can't get what they don't have um so then what you do is again that's why that spending plan is important exactly you make a plan you create that plan on how you're going to you know generate some additional income because the worst thing you can do is agree to a payment arrangement because you're scared and you have mm-hmm. no clue where the money's coming from. Exactly. So now they're going to see you as not credible, right. and then they may not make an arrangement with you in the future. So having a game plan in place mm-hmm. when you contact them. And then if you are put on a deferment where they'll delay your payments later on, yeah. you need to understand, and this is whether it's the rent, credit cards, or what have you, does that mean are you going to owe a lump sum at the end of six months or eight months? Mm-hmm. Or are they going to wipe away the balance and you just start paying moving forward you just start paying what you were paying before and so some people have went into these arrangements these deferments and not understanding the terms and conditions right or didn't ask so now they got a whole balloon payment at the end of thousands of dollars at the end of six to eight months so but number one take care of your basic needs number two and like i said before you know if you have some debt don't go paying off everything you know pay your bills, pay your responsibilities, pay those things they're going to report to the credit bureaus. Exactly. And then if you have some left over, then you can start putting a little extra. Again, I'm, I'm about building up that emergency fund. Right. Um, so anyway, those are, that is the, um, 
really that's a general rule I have with anybody because if mm-hmm. you don't have a place to stay or food to eat, you ain't gonna be do- you're not gonna be able to do much of anything else. That is so true. And and look at what you did there, Andrea, because that was going to be my question. Your thoughts on deferring your bills during the pandemic. You handled that magnificently. Now, let's really expand on this, because this was another thing that was mentioned uh, earlier on the program. Financial scams. What type sh- should any of us be aware of? And we know there are tons of them out there. Oh, gosh, yes. So, you know, there's one out now with the vaccine. Um, it's been yep. one out there. Mm-hmm. So if, 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 if somebody wants you to purchase something, they're saying they're from the federal government, don't respond. Don't send them any personal information. You know, right now, the only people from what I've seen on the news, that, of course, they started with the essential workers, the nursing home facility. Right. And then it'll trickle down to everybody else. Exactly. So, number one, don't be, if, if you see something that looks like it's from the IRS or any, mm-hmm. they're not going to call you. Yeah. Okay? Right. So, don't let that scare you. Worst case scenario, if you're unsure, you want to ask somebody, can reach out to somebody like me, ask, you know, or, or someone that knows about these things. Uh, but, yeah, one about the, the, the vaccine is out. There's another one about the stimulus checks. I mm-hmm. saw this on the news. It was yesterday about people receiving text messages and emails saying that, you know, you have $1,000 or something from the government, but you need to, in order to claim it, you know, you need to put in your information. They are not going to call you or email you that type of information uh, up to ask for that type of information. So be careful about that. And that's a good um, point. And if I can just add as a side note, because I don't know about you, but I know for me personally, you know, for those of us that, you know, whether we, <laughs> we do it willingly or unwillingly, we're, we're constantly on our electronic devices checking emails. Mm-hmm. And I know that's the one thing that is such a headache is when you get those notifications is something about you need to notify us because we got money waiting for you. I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, no, I don't. <laughs> You know, like you said, so you you have to really do your research. You got to do your homework and to be careful because when you get flooded with notifications like that, the best thing you can possibly do, I'm sure, Andrea, hopefully you'll agree with me, is hit that delete button if you're in doubt. Absolutely, yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, I can't say that enough. Yeah, it's um, they're just not going to do that. Um, That's not the process. So I I 100% wholeheartedly agree. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, let me in the next couple of minutes that we have remaining, and I actually remembered this, Andrea, <laughs> that some years back when you first appeared on our public affairs program, you were given the title Doctor of Finance. <laughs> now, speaking of that, and really where we are in the current situation with this pandemic, I talked to you the other day, and I, this was something I thought it was just so cool. And if you don't mind sharing with our radio family what you did in terms of how you took that phrase, and now you, you've actually made it part of, of your marketing plan. And when, yes, when and people think- see you and they, they see that title, they're like, oh, so you're the lady that I hear on the radio. <laughs> You know, it's funny, I can't take credit for it, but someone I know, know uh, told me um, her son does, um, they were making masks, and she was like, um, she said, you know, um, you ought to uh, put your business name on your mask. Right. And um, I was like, yeah, I said, you know what? And I um, thought about it, and, I, you know, again, Dr. Finance, you know, I, when you, you know, grace me with the name, 
I love that that's actually, you know, my Instagram handle. So, you know, it's funny. Oh, I use at, um, I'm it's so fitting for you. So, yeah, it's just, yes, it's just fits so you perfectly. Says Doctor of Finance, and it was funny because someone was like, "What did your math say?" And I said, "Doctor of Finance," but I had it all upside down, and I started laughing. I said, well, "Look at there, walking around thinking I'm advertising, but you know, you know, I, I turned it around right um, afterwards." But Very yes, good. I, I only laughed. Yeah, I have Doctor of Finance written across my face. <laughs> but it's but that's in a good way. That is in a good yes, way. Yes, yes. Well, Andrea, I just cannot thank you enough. You have been such a tremendous help not only to me personally, but if I could speak on behalf of many of our listeners, because we've been able to, of course, talk about this uh, post-conversation here on the weekend edition of Community Focus, how so many of our radio family, our listeners, have really been in contact with you, how helpful you have been to many of them, and not just in 2020, but I'm sure that is something that you are looking forward to continuing on doing going into the next year. Absolutely, absolutely. I tell people, I'm in this right along with you. So it's not like I'm sitting on a hill somewhere saying, now y'all do this and you do that. And, you know, if anything, it was confirmation when I'm talking about, we don't, we never know. Now, again, I could never have imagined anything of this magnitude. However, the same principles apply. And I hope whenever we come out of this or whatever our new normal looks like, Mm -hmm. that remember this moment, you know, so that. It would be a shame if people leave out of it worse than what they came in as far as the habits are concerned. That's a good way to look at it. And again, I just appreciate all that you have done in in 2020. And I look forward to hearing more good things from you and about you going into a new year. Of course, I would be remiss because there are likely instances where someone is tuning in to this public affairs program for the first time. So please share any and all contact information on how a person can get in touch with you if they should have additional questions. Absolutely. Well, first of all, you can give me a call I'm at 336-476-4710. Get at it, 336-476-4710. That is a landline. So if you try to text that, you won't get through, but you can call and leave a message. Also, you can email me at Andrea J at anjconsultingservices.com. That's the letter A like A, Andrea, <laughs> N like Nancy, J like Johnson, at and then anjconsultingservices.com. I'm also on Facebook at ANJ Consulting Services. I have a Facebook business and group page. I'm, they're the same thing. I just created one before the other. Okay. Uh, I'm also on Instagram at Dr. Finance. I'll just spell <laughs> out the word doctor. So, Dr. Finance, thanks to Renee. Uh, You're welcome. Also on LinkedIn at Andrea N. Johnson, Ph.D., and I'm on Twitter at ANJ Consulting. I think I've covered it. Email. Oh, and then if you want to check out my website, you can go to www.anjconsultingservices.com. And then um, from there, if you scroll to the bottom of the page or any of my pages on my website, then that'll redirect you. My um, handles for all of my different um, social media pages are also there. So you can also access my social media pages from the bottom of the pages on my website. Wonderfully done. Wonderfully covered. Thank you so much for all that you have done. And you know from me. As we officially say, or part ways, never any goodbyes, Doctor of Finance, just until next time. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you, Radio Family, for the great things that you have done throughout 2020 and looking forward to hearing great things from you as well. So indeed, until that next time, we officially bring to a close another weekend edition of Community Focus. Stay safe 
and we'll engage in another great conversation soon. Take care. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.